Bros. Welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, no new, no new, like, news segment, no adventures in hunting, no nothing this week. We are jumping straight into our main event, which is our first ever All Bros Rapid Fire Breakdown. Rapid Fire Breakdown. You yeah. forgot your own title. I know. <laughs> I came oh up with a killer. What was it last week that I came up yeah, with that? You did. Yeah. yeah, I keep forgetting it. I'm just like, yeah, it's uh, we're just doing a ton of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is our first ever rapid fire breakdown episode. Um, so for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, we are going back and every movie that we've broken down in the past. That didn't get a rating because we didn't do a rating back then uh, is getting a rating today. Simple as that. Hell yeah. With some help from our friends. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I think we can jump straight into the main event. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Okay, like we said, this is the rapid fire breakdown. So, this is every movie that we have broken down from episode two to whatever episode Pulp Fiction was. <laughs> let me let me go and find. I need to pull up our uh, Spotify real quick so I can get the episode numbers correct. I actually totally forgot that's the movie we started, or after that, that's when we started doing this. I thought it was actually before. Yeah, so, let's see. So the first one that we did, the first episode that we did this style of breakdown, like with the filling out the different categories... Um, was the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, so we are doing episode two, which was our breakdown of Thor Ragnarok, all the way to episode 49, which is which was Pulp Fiction. And obviously we're not doing 49 mo- or 48 movies. Oh, come on. Yeah, we... A lot of our breakdowns were just like, Top five episodes, some showdowns, some dreamcasts, predictions, and all that fun stuff. So it is just the movies that we're breaking down, and I believe there's 25 of them. Okay, wait, didn't we uh, do Incredibles 2? Did we miss a movie? We did not. We never did Incredibles 2. We didn't? Nope. I thought we did. Oh. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I mean, we we glanced over it. Like, we talked about doing one but we never did an actual episode about it oh shit all right yeah um it's for the better so with that we can get straight into it um i did not post a question of the week this week instead i actually recruited some podcasts that i thoroughly enjoy um Thor- thor- thoroughly. Thoroughly? Yeah. I, I, thoroughly. I said that right. Or I said that <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I said it one way or the other. 
Still works. Yeah. Um. So I went and recruited some of their help to grade some movies with us. Um. So what I ended up doing was taking, because like me and Rose, like we have a debate page. So on our rating platform, which you can access through our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros, uh, you can check out all of our ratings and all of the, like the, the broken down uh, lineups or so you can see what individual categories got they got or just see what grade we gave the movie itself. Um, so what I ended up doing was we have a debate page where I put my score in for a movie and Rose puts in his score for a movie. Um, we do not do this with normal breakdown episodes. We just f- we come up with the numbers on the spot. Uh, with our typical breakdown episodes, but for movies that we watch that we probably are never going to do an episode on, this is how we do that. Like, this is how we come up with our our score. So I put in my score, my grades, and and everything for each category. Rose puts in his, averages out, and then it comes to our our scores. Um, So I did the exact same thing with this. So we got some responses um from our good buddies over at the Dynamic Duel podcast, uh Friday Night Movies. We got a response from Shy who if you go back and listen to our Cats episode, he was on our Cats episode. Um we also got a response from Film on the Rocks who has been our promo multiple times. Yeah, I, I throw in the promos. Show us oh. how much you listen. No, I, no, I do listen. I know who they are. Make me look out like a jackass. <laughs> you just had a really lost look on your face. I had no. Okay, so I was going in my head. I was going through what their intro was like when you put it in. Okay, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. So got them. Uh, hopefully, they they will be future guests on the the show. Fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, we also got a response from 20 Fun Podcast. So if you go back to our breakdown of Onward, uh, she was on that. So that's Laura Beth, the host of 20 Fun. Uh, so I'll put links to all of these, all of their shows on in our uh, episode description. And obviously shout them out on Twitter and Facebook. So go give them a follow. They're freaking great. They really are. Yeah, um, I also got one from the Plunge podcast. Um, they decided to do one, which was fantastic, and I had a great time chatting with them. <laughs> and then we got one from uh, Shit Happens When You Party Naked, our good friend Jason. If you go back to, oh shit, what episode number was he? He's like the breakdown of the movie industry, right? Yeah, okay. but I forget the actual like the the number of episode that was. Oh yeah, dude, you got me. Yeah, it's after D twenty three. Was it the episode right after? Uh, no, it was actually episode ninety six. So the oh. movie industry breakdown that we did. Okay. Uh, so he was on with us on that episode, and we had a freaking one hell of a time. We definitely got off tangent in that episode. Like, the worst we've ever done. <laughs> it was a blast. It was a fun time. 
Yeah, with how quickly we got off subject, that is comparable to our episode with Untrained Eye. <laughs> that is true. That was a very good point. Yeah. So, yeah, they helped us out filling out some of the the scores. Um, and so they helped us come to our All Bros grade, which is fantastic. And we appreciate every single one of you that helped. Thank you very much. Yeah. So... With that, we're just going to go through the list, uh, talk about the the percentage, talk about the grade, and just kind of give a little rundown of the movie. Or not re- like a rundown, just kind of give our thoughts on the movie. Okay. Okay, so starting off with Thor Ragnarok, which, if you go back, was episode two. Um. Be warned, our episodes were not great sounding. I was just actually going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, so we we had help from the Dynamic Duel podcast grading this and Shy from Friday Night Movies. And they both seemed to really enjoy this movie. Um, Sorry, my mouth is super dry. Um, it's okay. We forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they both seem to really enjoy this film. Let me kind of go back and see what... Yeah, so the Dynamic Duel, they they seem that the, uh, the effects and the character development are the grades that really stand out uh, for theirs. Um... And then Shy, for him, like he really stood out with like music and I think it was costumes as well. I mean, both are fantastic. Yeah, both are fantastic. Um, but putting all of our grades together, we came to the grade of a B. Yeah. And it's a pretty solid B. So it is sitting at it 83.9%. Not right too shabby. Yeah, so that puts it, like if we go back to previous episodes that we've done, puts it about in line with Sonic the Hedgehog um, and Onward. Also puts it in line with Lady and the Tramp 2019. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite of the, like my personal favorites from the MCU uh, Infinity Saga so is, far. Is it a your- the, 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 the. Is it your favorite Thor movie? It's definitely my favorite Thor movie. Okay. Um, like by a long shot, or is it like close to the first one? <laughs> <laughs> what? I could like the second one. <laughs> no, you really can't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty far above. So, like, if Thor Ragnarok is number one, yeah. Thor is maybe like three, and then Dark World is like ten. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Can't I really love either. this movie, and the the reason the most the biggest reason I really enjoyed this movie was because of Hulk and him ha- kind of having shocker. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> No, but I really enjoyed seeing him. I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of how he was portrayed. 
because Hulk is supposed to be monstrous and this Hulk felt childish. Uh, okay, fair. I, I I don't know. I loved um I loved the Hulk and Bruce Banner in this one, especially um when Banner uh finally turns um back from the Hulk and he just said usually I have a hand, I have at least one hand on the steering wheel, but this time Hulk had a uh, both hands on the steering wheel and I was in the trunk. Yeah. That I don't know the, the like that whole scene was really really cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, like Shy, I really enjoyed how funny this was. Oh yeah, this is one of the funniest MCU movies ever. Yeah, it was super super funny. It's honestly and in it, line with the Guardians movies for being funny. You're not wrong there. I actually feel this is like more directly funny. Like yeah. it's supposed to be like, like I still blatantly. I, th- I our only I think so. If you go back and listen to this, we get into this like pretty decent amount. It's it's borderline overly funny. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, the whole get the get help part still gets me every time I watch this movie. Yeah, but great movie. Cannot recommend. Really happy with the B grade that it got. Um, next up, we got Justice League. So, this is episode three, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on this movie. And it is sitting at, with help from the Dynamic Duel podcast and Film on the Rocks, the final grade that we came to with Justice League, it's sitting at a D plus. Ooh. Yeah, so it is sitting at a 68.375%. Very interested to see when it does come out how uh, Snyder's Cut will uh, go up against this one. Yeah, that's going to be a fun breakdown. That really is. I can't wait. Yeah, so it is a little... So it's actually lower than Charlie's Angels. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like, a, and I'm out. Well, the uh, the only thing that it has on, yeah, the only thing that it, Charlie's Angels has on Justice League is the music. Why did we give the music high? Because the music wasn't that bad. Okay, yeah, that's was. why. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, it's also in line with Doolittle. Blasphemy. It's actually I'm higher sorry. than Doolittle. Oh, okay, thank By goodness. two points. Okay, thank goodness I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, and luckily it is still freaking above Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I don't think any movie's going to be ever lower than Fifty Shades of Grey. Cats mm, almost was. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was a, a... This was a rushed movie. It really was. It highly anticipated it was just we rushed into it so hard the biggest thing that saves this movie is the cast the justice league was cast perfectly henry cavill's mustache cgi mustache yeah the two things that that save this movie is the acting grade which is we gave it our our average out was uh 79 and then the effects we're at a 72, and I'm 99% sure that the mustache is what killed the 
effects score. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I think that's the only effect I... Well, I mean, Cyborg might have looked spotty in a couple parts. But other than that, that's literally the only effect problem I have. Yeah, it wasn't that that bad. Um, yeah, I'm looking at their their like their personal grades for it. The thing that saved the movie for with their scores was the costumes. That's fair. and the acting, okay. acting and effects. Okay. And then f- going to film on the rocks. Yeah, it was basically the same thing. The acting saved it, and the effects saved it. All right. Um, he also put a note that it wasn't a horrendous movie, but it wasn't good either. Uh, yeah. really Actually, costumes kind of saved it, too. He gave a nine to the costumes. They were super good. I can't get over how much I love the Flash's costume in this movie. Yeah, I the Flash's so costume... It it grew on me. I didn't care for it at first. Yeah. But it it grew on me. I just really wish Ezra Miller ran in a different way. Oh my gosh! Everyone <laughs> wishes he ran in a different way. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Justice League sitting at a D plus. Uh, next up we have Coco, which was episode eight, mixed in with our breakdown of Last Jedi. Never make that mistake again. Nope. <laughs> How long was that episode again? <laughs> you know, when it comes to like other episodes, it wasn't that bad. It wow. was two hours, eight minutes long. Oh, shit. I thought it was like over three hours. Nope. Oh. <laughs> well, I got to remember we weren't doing this kind of system, so that's why. Yeah, okay. so it felt like a really long time that yeah. we were talking about it. Um, but yeah, go back to episode eight if you want to hear our breakdown of Coco and the Last Jedi. Um, Watch Caleb fight me over this masterpiece. Yeah, I I was I was hesitant about that. It it grew on me though. Okay, good. It grew on me. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so we actually had help with these ones as well, or with with Coco. So Friday Night Movies uh helped grade this as well as. 20 Fun, or so Laura Beth from 20 Fun, and Film on the Rocks. So they all three of those those guys helped us come up with our grade for Coco. And it is significantly high. It is. It's, we don't have very, very many, well, that's not true. We have a decent amount of A, of A minus movies. Uh, but this is sitting in an A minus. It's sitting at a very comfortable 91.4%. Very well deserved. Very well deserved. The thing that stood out with this movie for, with everyone's score, was the effects. The effects were just absolutely stunning. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. It, Pixar outdid themselves. They absolutely did. It. Unfortunately, I feel like it ruins other movies. When oh, they Pixar don't movies that followed, yeah. Okay, like fair. if you think Toy Story four, it didn't have the scale like the okay. the majesty of. Okay, yeah, I didn't have this. the majesty, but I'm gonna counter this. That beginning, uh, with the rain scene, 
when it first okay, opens. Okay, one scene. Okay, but no, I, I just <laughs> want to point out, when that first opens, you don't even think it's animated. That looks like freaking real life. Yeah, well, they mastered that shit for... Uh, Good Dinosaur? Good Dinosaur is Disney, is, or Pixar, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't like to think about Good Dinosaur. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> but, yeah, you can't... You they mast they mastered water in in Good Dinosaur. That's the one thing that I feel they got right with that movie. Yeah, considering like how amazingly realistic, it's, but like when Woody is li- um laid out on the pavement at the beginning, like just like how you can tell like he's completely soaked and all. Yeah, okay, sorry, enough about Toy Story Four. <laughs> Coco. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Coco the. Music and the costumes were also just out of this world. Uh, go back to what did I say? Episode eight. Yeah, yeah. Go back to episode eight if you want to hear our full thoughts on this movie. Um, but it is in line. So A minus. It's in line with Little Women. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually above Little Women by one point. Fair. I I can understand why. It's also above 1917. Again, I can understand why. Uh, it's a little bit below A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. But it's actually be- a below. It's below A Beautiful Day by one point. Not gonna say anything. <laughs> it's also below Joker by one point. I can agree with that. Yeah, and it's below The Room by two points. I I can't disagree with the system. Like I got to keep my. You freaking graded this. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you trying to fight me? I don't... For those of you that Could... don't know or that don't understand, I am only like whenever I t- compare it to a movie, I am only listing off movies with the exact same letter grade. So when I'm sa- when I say it's above or below a movie, it is seriously by, like, one or two points. <laughs> and he throws a bitch fit every single time. <laughs> hey, it creates fun banter. Okay? So, kiss my ass. Yeah, so it's above us. Or not us. Oh, yeah, it is us. Yeah, it's above us by one it point. Is? Where? <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. Yeah, so us is sitting at a 90.25%. So it's one point higher. Okay. Um, it's in line with How to Train Your Dragon three. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, it's also in line with Logan. Fair. Actually, ninety one point eight. It is point four lower than Logan. Damn, that's close. Right. Yeah, and it's also it's two points below War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I can't argue that. Yeah, well, you freaking can't. <laughs> well, duh, duh. <laughs> Even if you wanted to, bitch. <laughs> want to bet, bitch? <laughs> yeah, so... Your money where your mouth is. Yeah, so thank you guys for helping us uh, grade those, uh, those th- first three movies. Um, next up, we got Last Jedi. Our favorite Star Wars movie. I don't know about you. <laughs> Good hell. Um, yeah, so we actually got help from 
Film on the Rocks and Friday Night Movies on this one. Uh, and our score, our collaborative score, came to a 74.28%. So it is sitting at a very nice and solid C. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fairly solid C. So the cutoff for a C is seventy three percent. Okay. So it's sitting right in between a C and a C plus. I think we were too nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the thing that saved this was the music. Yeah, John Williams outdid himself once again. Yeah. Other than that, it so music and costumes, which you can rely on in a Star Wars movie. Well, didn't acting somewhat save it a little bit? Yeah, acting was the the second highest, okay. or the technically the third highest um, grade. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, this is grouped in into episode eight. If you want to hear more of our thoughts on this, uh, let's talk about Superman Leia. Yeah, it's a good time. So seventy four. So it is right in line with Scoob, and a little bit below my spy. No, I really can't argue that. <laughs> are you saying you can't argue that, or are you just... <laughs> no, I'm saying because I didn't really like Scoob, except for, you know, like the whole yeah. Mystery Gang thing. So I really can't say that it's better than The Last Jedi. Yeah. So So it is below Rise of Skywalker. Yes! <laughs> so like I said, everyone, this is, these are all of our other... C movies. Um, it is a little bit below the Adams family. All right. It is above Unfriended, and it is above Power Rangers. Blasphemy! I'm just kidding. Yeah. So that's all of our other C movies. Um. It's one of those movies, it's like, it's a difficult one, because... I've tried so many times to rewatch this movie, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's... If rewatchability was a factor in this, which, you can't judge a movie on rewatchability. No, because yeah. you can have an amazing movie that's just kind of not rewatchable. Yeah. It's, and you, like, the same thing, you can have a shit movie that is... <laughs> rewatchable but i walked out of this movie being like yeah that is not the sequel i wanted to the force awakens yeah not even a little bit so anyway that is last jedi uh moving on to spider-man homecoming which was episode 11 uh so we graded that with the help of dynamic duel surprising like i mean it's not that shocking that they they graded all of the marvel <laughs> dc <laughs> movies that we've done that is kind of their sh- that is their shtick good taste my friends good taste yeah uh so with their help spider-man homecoming is sitting at a a very firm b it's actually a softer b plus but it is sitting at a b plus so it is sitting at an 86.225%. Not bad. Yeah, so the cutoff for our B plus is an 86. Okay. So it is 0.2% from being a C plus. 
but Spider-Man Homecoming deserves this. Oh, absolutely. Um, the Such ho- a great way to introduce... Uh, well, okay, it technically didn't introduce Spidey into the MCU. Civil War did that. But it was a great first movie for Spidey in the MCU. Yeah, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, the highest category for this was costumes. You know, I'm kind of shocked by that, considering a lot of people hate the Stark suit. I don't. I don't either. But a lot of people do. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it's the highest is costumes, followed by character development, which you cannot argue with how amazing the character development on this movie was. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, So a B plus puts it. So, like I said, at eighty six percent. So it is three points lower than Knives Out. Okay. Two points lower than The Invisible Man. It is right in line with the Lovebirds. One point lower than Parasite. Okay. What's it uh, ranked up against with uh, Far From Home? Ooh, Far From Home. That's a good question. Spider-Man Far From Home. So, Far From Home sitting at an 89. It's still B+. Okay. Um, It's actually so... one of our more... Fr- it's actually... If you, it was 0.7% higher, Far From Home would be an A-. minus. Darn. <laughs> yeah, but 89.3 is... Yeah, so it's three points higher. All right. Than, yeah. Uh, two points lower than Unicorn Store. And How to Train Your Dragon 2. It is right in line with Captain Marvel. Alright, I can accept that. One point lower than How to Train Your Dragon 2, and right in line with Lego Movie 2. Okay. I need to watch the Lego Movie 2 again. Yeah, I do too. Because I feel like that's high. (laughs) Did I ever send you the code for that? You did. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um... Another one that we just we missed. It's three points lower than Frozen Two. Yeah, I can accept that. Yeah, and also, wait, I did that math wrong. Actually, it's I'm sorry. It is right in line with Frozen Two. Oh. And three points lower than Rocket Man. Okay. Yeah, so B plus. I I'm happy with that. I am too. Not bad. Um, it was a really good introduction for Spider Man into the MCU, like you said. Great villain, uh, oh. in Michael Keaton in the Vulture. So fantastic. Um, great suit, great everything. Like, like we said, the character development is the s- second highest grade that it was given, right underneath costumes. And that is so hard to argue with. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, we have the Boondock Saints, uh, which unfortunately no one else wanted to grade. Which, eh, can't argue. (laughs) 
I can't really either because I mean I don't know. It's one I of those think... movies that not very I I feel not very many people have seen. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but after watching it, I have no desire to watch it again. I'll never watch this movie again. I might watch it again. Like okay. it's one of those things I I'll watch if it's on. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. I change the channel. Yeah, you yeah. didn't like it. No, not really. I feel like you liked it when. So back in episode thirteen, yeah, if you well, want to go back and listen. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, but for some reason, yeah, you know, ever since then my grades just gone down. Hmm. Well, our grade for it uh, came to a C plus, so it is sitting at a seventy seven point one percent. Uh, which puts it. Two points lower than Jexy. Yeah, I can't argue that. Uh, puts it one po- or another two points. Seventy-seven. Um, it is. Wait, did yeah, we? It's one point oh, lower, or one yeah, one point lower than Jumanji: The Next Level. Okay. Two points lower than Aladdin. Okay, yeah, I can. You agree with that? It is in line with the first Spider-Man movie. Fair. With Sam Raimi. True classic. And that's all of our C-plus movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have more down the line, but I'm not going to jump ahead. Yeah. So we'll the saving get... grace for this movie was in the writing and the music. And... Honestly, I feel like the acting could have saved it, but Willem Dafoe was not a big enough part of the movie. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yeah, if he would have been a more significant player in this, he probably could have bumped this up to a B minus. Maybe for you. Maybe maybe for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Boondock Saints sitting at a s- very comfy C+. Uh, moving on to The Avengers, which was episode 14. Uh, we collaborated with Dynamic Duel on this one. And our final grade for The Avengers came to a B plus. And it is so close. So 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 close to an a minus it's not even funny damn it <laughs> so our cutoff for an a minus is 90 percent right yep the avengers is sitting at an 89.88 percent <laughs> screw this yeah it's it is <laughs> it is so so close um but unfortunately, it did not quite crack the the A minus area. So the two highest um, categories for this were the writing, which cannot disagree at all. Nope, not at all. And story, um, which so hard to argue. The Avengers story was amazing, just because of the tie-in to every other Marvel movie up to that point. It was incredible. Well, except... Well, you can't count Incredible Hulk. 
Except for, you know, Hawkeye story, because, you know, he wasn't even freaking Hawkeye. That's fair. For <laughs> 75% of the movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, B+. Plus, uh, that puts it... There's, like, very, very few things that are even close to this. I'm actually going to stick with things that are in the 89%. So, it is... 0.5% higher than Knives Out. It's... Yeah, it's actually 0.1% lower than Rocket Man. Wow. Yeah, that is like all types of close. So, Rocket Man's at, at 89.9. Damn. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, it's... So, Spider-Man Far From Home is 89.3. And then, what did I say Avengers was at? 89.8. So, 0.5% lower. Or higher. 0.5% higher than Far From Home. And... Yeah, sticking with B+. Like... Hold on. It is right in line, right in line. Eighty, it's eighty nine point eight. So it is point zero one percent higher than Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> can't really argue that. You really can. So, yeah. So congratulations, Avengers. Um, and thank you, Dynamic Duel, for helping us come to that final grade. Uh, moving on next to Black Panther, which was episode 15. Um, again, we had help from Dynamic Duel Podcast and Film on the Rocks uh, with this one. So Black Panther is sitting at a 89.3%. So the two highest categories for this are costumes... And by point, by a quarter of a percent, acting. I mean, can you really argue with that? You can't, even a little bit. No. I mean, Chadwick Boseman is fantastic. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman? What about freaking Michael B. Jordan? Okay, yeah, true. He was incredible as Killmonger. Yeah. Dude, he could have easily played Black Panther if he wanted to. Oh, absolutely. But I really, I think I like him too much as a villain. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to hear more of our thoughts, like I said, that is episode 15. So 89.3. That puts it 0.5% lower than Avengers. Um, Isn't the biggest thing that brings it down is the effects? Yeah, what's the the biggest, the lowest thing? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it's the effects that brings it down. Gotta love that train fight. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, so looking at Dynamic Duel's uh, grade, their two highest scores were in acting and the music, which the music was off the hook. Oh. One of the greatest soundtracks for not only a Marvel movie, but any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, 
looking over at film on the rocks. So his was effects and acting. Acting and per and his personal grade for it were tied. Okay. Um. Honestly, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with the effects. the The train thing doesn't detract from the effects too much. Yeah, true. it's just. I think we take a we hit it a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, we might have. Yeah, but absolutely yeah, honestly, minus with that your part. Guys's. Whenever like he has he uh. The Black Panther suit does transform onto them. It actually does look pretty good. Yeah, it definitely does. It's it's funny because it's like the individual frames look really good. Mm -hmm. It's just in motion that it looks yeah. shitty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, other movies that are B plus: Avengers, Spider Man: Homecoming, uh, The Invisible Man, Knives Out. Lovebirds, Parasite, Frozen 2, Rocket Man. I'm not going to get into like above or below because that would take forever. <laughs> uh, Far From Home. Actually, is it higher than Far From Home? So Far From Home is 89.35. This is 89.34. So this is 0.01% lower than Far From Home. Damn, that's close. Yeah. Do you agree with that, though? Like, I, I do think I liked Far From Home better. I do, too. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Dynamic Duel and Film on the Rocks. You guys need to hit us up, see if you agree with this with the shit that we're saying. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's also Detective Pikachu. All right. Unicorn Store, uh, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Captain Marvel, How to Train Your Dragon, Lego Movie 2, not that movie, Rise and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's all of our B-plus movies. Um, So, yeah, this is, it is so crazy just how close... <laughs> Like just these comparison of like Marvel movie, I like I need to make a separate list and be like, this is the Marvel movies list, this is the DC movies list, and just animated fit like that kind of deal to, because <laughs> I feel like that would, oh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, next up we got the Strangers Pray at Night, which was episode eighteen. Um, so this one. Is one where it's just our scores. And the two highest uh, categories for this are the effects and the costumes. Because those ma three masks are still classic. They are amazing. Um, Rose actually has a hoodie of the artwork on I do. On thank, the back. Thanks to Caleb. Thank you for one of the greatest birthday presents I've ever received. <laughs> Yeah, it it uh, it, looked, honestly, it ended up looking so cool. Really I wanted did. to order myself one. <laughs> it's all, it probably still is my favorite uh, art that Caleb has ever done for a breakdown. I I just love it so much. Yeah, I feel like I always get better, but then there's uh, always that one that I just can't seem to beat. And so far, <laughs> it's been strangers. <laughs> <laughs> like I was super proud of Scoob, and I feel like Scoob got really close, but I it was just 
no cigar. Scoob, I'm tempted to get a hoodie of that one, too. That one's cool, yeah. especially if you were to get it on the back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, The Stranger's Prey at Night is sitting at a C+. Not bad. Yeah, and it's at a pretty comfortable C+. It's at a 77.18%. Okay. Uh, so, that puts it about in line with Boondock Saints. Um, also, Jumanji The Next Level, Jexy, Aladdin, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, and that's all of our C-plus movies. So you've seen the first one, right? The first Strangers? Yeah. I don't believe I have. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's a lot more suspenseful. Uh, honestly, it's a lot more scary, I feel. Fantastic. <laughs> so check it out. Yeah, I'm a little bitch when it comes to horror movies. He really is. I feel like I've gotten better, though. You I'm have. not as bad as I ha- used to be. Yeah, we don't have to have the volume d- turned down to five. No, we can have it like seven. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a start. It's a work in progress. <laughs> okay, next, moving on. Lost <laughs> my list. Yeah, moving on. Uh, the next movie that we're going to talk about is The Greatest Showman, uh, which was episode 23. Um, so the highest grade for this movie was music, because duh. Yeah, not surprising anyone. Yeah, and then right next to that is costumes. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah, so this is sitting... At a B minus. So it's actually, it's closer to a B than a C plus. Um, Because our cutoff for a B is 83 and this is sitting at an 82.9%. So it is just barely missing the B range. Um, well, Well deserved. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, so that so the B minus grade puts it in line with uh Birds of Prey. Okay. As well as It Chapter Two. I gotta rewatch that. Have you watched rewatched It Chapter Two since I you saw haven't. it? I haven't either. I need to. Because I've seen the first one so many times. Yeah. It's also in line with Good Boys. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, that movie's freaking hilarious. Um, it's also in line with Magnificent Seven and Star Wars Rogue One. Alright. Fair. Yeah, we don't have a lot of B minus movies. We don't. It's kinda shocking. Yeah, we have more B plus and B's than we do B minus. We're too nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, uh, Greatest Showman, great musical. Oh, yeah. The Okay, we get into it, so like I said, go back to episode 23, but I feel like our biggest complaint with that movie, you did not have to make it about P.T. Barnum. P.T. Barnum. Because we all know he was an asshole, yeah. so that kind of like really makes you feel you don't want to root for him in this movie. 
Yeah, like if you like if you didn't know his history, you could be mistaken that he was actually like somewhat decent. Yeah, but knowing who he was or being familiar with his history, I felt like this movie made me uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like you seriously could have named him literally anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you still could have called it the Greatest Showman. Yeah. And that that sucks. It, like, it does. It's not even historically accurate. It's not even close to historically accurate. No. Like, I don't know why, but um, remember in Ghostbusters 2016 when the guy who's giving the uh, tour, he's just like, in this exact room, it's uh, been said that uh, P.T. Barnum came up with his idea to enslave elephants. <laughs> I don't know why that. <laughs> what the shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That scene just popped into my head. Yeah, that's... I hate that. I hate when something is based off of a historical figure, but it's not historically accurate. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, like, I'm not even sure, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm not even sure that's historically accurate. Still haven't watched that movie. It's good. I have to do some more research on, like... The historical accuracy, because I feel like someone in that movie was supposed to die that didn't. Okay, is it one of Tarantino's best? Personally, for me, no. It's not in line with Pulp Fiction? It's not even close to Pulp Fiction. Damn, okay. It's not even close to freaking Reservoir Dogs or Django. Or what about The Hateful Eight? I have not seen The Hateful Eight yet. So, it's actually on my list of things to watch. Did Tarantino do True Grit? Or is that someone else? No, that was someone else. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I think that was the uh, the Coen brothers. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, though. Anyway. Uh, like we said, if you're going to make a movie about a historical figure, make it historically accurate. <laughs> not that freaking hard. It's not. Just open up a history book or Wikipedia, for heaven's sake. <laughs> yeah, but if this was historically accurate, it had to be rated R. Fair. <laughs> Definitely fair. Um Yeah. I feel like that just kind of pulls away from like how good the soundtrack is. It is. Cuz honestly, I think I've only seen the movie twice, but I can't stop listening to the soundtrack. Yeah. I prefer like the, I know that there were some artists that did like their different renditions of the songs from it. I actually prefer that. Versus the original, like, cast singing. The only one I can dis... I, uh, what's the word? The only one that I completely disagree with you on is um, This Is Me. Ke- I don't think anyone can sing that song like Kiela Settle. I think that's her name. This Is Me. Which one is that? Uh, the, oh, 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 oh. Okay. I will give you that one. Okay. I will give you that one. The two that I liked is A Million Dreams, done by Pink, and From Now On, done by the Zac Brown Band. Because I love the Zac Brown Band. The great band. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think I still like A Million Dreams from the movie better. I have to listen to it again. I haven't listened to to that in so long. Yeah. Yeah. I feel watching the scene with it definitely adds to it. It does. It's interesting how listening to a soundtrack just 
by yourself, like with headphones, versus watching it in the context of the movie, it's so two very different experiences. It absolutely is. And it, I love that. I, yeah, I do too. Anyway, uh, moving on to our next movie, which is uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Um, this is one, another one that we did by ourselves. Uh, so this is, is from episode 24. The highest category for this movie was in acting. Which is Or not acting, so I'm sorry, writing. Oh, I really thought it was acting. Yeah, it's acting's number two. I was going to say, are you really that surprised? Yeah, it. so it's seriously just a difference of 0.5% yeah. uh, with writing and acting. And I'm trying to think of whose acting was like the one that detracted the most. I don't know, probably for me out of the four, it's probably The Rock. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. You did but, a really good job. Yeah, but... but the other three for me stood out more. Yeah. Especially Jack Black and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, also, Karen Gillan, she... I think she kind of faded into the background. She's kind of overshadowed by Jack Black and Kevin Hart. She did, but I feel she... um When it came to, like, the whole, like, love story thing... Uh, I feel she played a teenager way better than Dwayne Johnson did. I think all of them played teenagers way better than yeah, The Rock. Jack Black the best. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, if we're if we're ranking them, it's freaking Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, no. Rock. Yep. Um but yeah, the writing was the I feel is the thing that excelled the absolute most. Oh, absolutely. I felt it was really smartly written, really well done. Um so it is sitting at a very solid B. Yeah. Uh okay. actually it's not actually not that solid. Oh. My my mistake. I keep forgetting the the cutoffs for <laughs> for these. So the cutoff for a B is an eighty three percent. It is sitting at an eighty three point zero six percent. Okay. Okay. So what did we get? I forgot. What do we get the next level? Uh, the next level. So let's find out. Uh, Jumanji: The Next Level. Lower. Okay. Good. Yeah. No so, offense to that movie, but I'm sorry. The first one is better. Juman- yeah, Jumanji: The Next Level is sitting at a 78 percent, or a a C plus. Uh, so this movie's sitting at a B, which puts it in line with Thor Ragnarok. All right. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Fair. Onward. Hey. hey. Lady and the Tramp, 2019. Oh yeah, we never graded the original, did we? Uh no, we did not. Puts it in line with Age of Ultron. Did we do an episode on Age of Ultron? No. Oh, okay. I don't know why that one's in that list. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I was going to bring that up, but I maybe I thought I was just maybe losing my mind. Yeah. 
I might have to rearrange the list a little bit. <laughs> Just because I have it separated by movies with that have episodes versus movies that don't. And, yeah, I might need to go back and play with some things. Um, but anyway, um, getting back to Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Puts it in line with The Lion King, as well as Toy Story 4, and Child's Play 2019. Yeah, I can't really argue those. Yeah. Also in line with Shazam, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And The Force Awakens. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. It's it's kind of hard to disagree with that. It really is. Like, I feel like there's some that you can make an argument one way or another. Those, like, when we come up with, like, it's funny because, like, the, the movies that are in, like, the solid range, so where it's a B, a C, or even a D, like, those are so hard to argue one way or the other. It's very true. It's the ones that are like B plus, C minus, C plus, like B plus even. Those are the ones where you're like, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it's kind of funny how that works. It, yeah, it is. I agree. Uh, but Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, highly recommend. And if you want to hear more about that, uh, episode 24. All right, next up, we got Avengers Infinity War, which we had help grading from the Dynamic Duel. Um, so, with their score, <laughs> they gave this a perfect 100%. Not biased at all. But it, can you argue with I them? I can't. No. <laughs> Trust me, I compl- yeah, I can't argue with you guys at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, personally, I, w- I wish. But trying to be as unbiased as possible. Like, they bumped up, like, they if this was a curve, they jacked it up. <laughs> yeah, the fanboy me is saying this is a perfect movie, 100. Yeah, so I was, when I saw their score, I'm just like, I'm just going to let them. Like, I'm not even going to kind of argue. <laughs> Um, so, Avengers Infinity War, the highest score, or the highest category, is actually our own personal grades. <laughs> Unsurprising. What did you give yours? Uh, Wasn't I, it like a 96 or a 97? 96, 97, yeah, I think. I, I, I gave it a 98. Yeah, they, they gave it a 100. Yep. <laughs> so you guys kind of trumped me and moved it to 98. Um, the next highest is acting. Can you really argue that? Nope. I don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the acting is sitting at a 97.6%. Like, honestly, and then everything else is, like, in the 90s or close to. The lowest thing is actually character development. I mean, like, who... Would you, like, grade Thanos for character development? I mean, you could. That's like, I feel like the only character that actually kind of actually gets a story arc in this movie. You're not, I'm not wrong. I'm saying that's a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all. It's different, for sure. Yeah. 
But yeah, like, so this movie is sitting with our collaborative score. It is sitting at an A minus. Well, well deserved. Absolutely. So it is sitting at a ninety-two point nine percent, which our cutoff for an A is ninety-four. Okay, so it's it's not like extremely close, but no, it it's a it's a pretty firm A minus. Yeah. Um, so that puts it in line with Coco, as well as Little Women, nineteen seventeen. How did it rank up against Endgame? Uh, let's find out. Dun dun dun. So it's in line with A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Joker. The Room. It's actually below Endgame. I'm not surprised, because I can agree with that. Yeah, so Endgame barely made the A range. So, like I said, the cutoff for an A is 94%. Endgame is at 94.06%. Damn. You weren't kidding. Yeah, so it is below uh, Endgame. Infinity War is. But it's in line with The Room, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it's that good. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, so there might be bias there, but it's our show. (laughs) Well, come on, you can't argue that. I don't know, Thanos is the greatest MCU villain after this movie. Oh, easily. Actually, did did he win... We did a uh MCU villains showdown. Did he win, or did Loki? I want to say Thanos won. I think it was Loki. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. I I'm I'm w- wanting to say it was Loki. It very well might be Thanos. We'll have to listen to back to that episode. <laughs> oh. Um, but if you want to listen back to our Infinity War episode, uh, that was episode twenty five. Um, and episode 26 is the next movie we're going to talk about, which is Deadpool 2, who we also graded with Dynamic Duel. No, I forgot how close those release dates were. They were so close. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Deadpool 2. Um, this was a solid, solid movie. It really was. It's not as good as the first one, but it is still a really solid sequel. Yeah, it's it's close. Yeah. I mean, did we actually grade Deadpool? We did not. We did not? No. Well, there's one that we needed to do. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the highest category for Deadpool 2 uh, is, unsurprisingly, in acting. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, once again, outdoes himself as Wade Wilson slash Deadpool. Yeah. Um, and then it's followed very, very closely by writing. Oh yeah, the writing's incredible in this film. Yeah. Um I feel like we enjoyed this movie a little bit more than Dynamic Duel did. Like let me see what their like their breakdown was. So Deadpool 2. Yeah, we we gave the uh the story a lot higher than they did. Um they've their two highest grades were in acting and in uh, costumes, which I think they nailed the costumes. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so Deadpool two, our collaborative score, it is sitting at a B minus. So it is sitting at an eighty one point zero eight percent, which is a pretty solid B minus. So other B minus movies are Greatest Showman. We don't have a lot of B minus movies. Birds of Prey. It Chapter Two. The Good Boys. Uh, the Magnificent Seven, and Rogue One. All right, not bad. Yeah, that's a pretty decent little area for it to be in. Yeah, that really is. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, if you want to go listen to more of our thoughts on that movie, go back to episode 26. Alright, next up we have our episode 29, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we graded with the help of Dynamic Duel. And we definitely disagreed with them on this movie. They didn't like it. They did not. (laughs) Well, I'm (sighs) sure... I'm sure they liked it. I'm sure they liked it. Yeah. It's so on their show they gave it a three star rating. Which that's fair. Yeah, and sense. then their Deadpool two was a three and a half star. Okay. I and they, they give their reasons. They give their reasons. Um But it's it, I actually because I was so interested in how low how close the grades were in their episodes versus ours. So Deadpool two, they gave a 71.8% with, if you calculate all of their, per, their scores alone. So their scores alone, it was turned out to be a 71.8%. Ant-Man and the Wasp scored a 59.1%. Damn. Yeah, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is a difference between a C- and an F. Shit. By, by our grading system. And our grading system, the cutoff for an F is 60. So they, damn. Yeah, so they were 0.9% away from being... Uh, a D minus. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but ultimately, I feel like we came to a pretty decent grade for this movie uh, after adding up all of our scores. Uh, so the final grade for Ant-Man and the Wasp is a C. And it's sitting at a 75.3%, which is a pretty strong C. It's really close to a seven or to a C plus, which is a seventy-six. Um, so the highest category for Ant-Man and the Wasp was in effects. Which I mean, Ant-Man movies do really good in effects. Yeah, they do. You can't really argue that. Yeah, and then the next highest was in the costumes. Oh yeah. Evangeline Lily's wasp costume, fantastic, freaking amazing, amazing costume. Um, 
yeah, if you want to hear more of our thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp, episode 29. All right, next, our next movie is Christopher Robin, which was episode 31. Um, so this one we did by ourselves. Um, and this one was a, a solid movie. It really was. Like, I don't know. This is, this just brought me back to my childhood. It's such a feel good movie. If you're feeling down, watch this movie. It will lift your spirits. Hell yeah. And it, it's rewatchable as well. Oh, absolutely. So rewatchable. Um, so the highest... Uh, the highest graded category in this was in acting, followed really closely by our own personal score. <laughs> I mean, you really can't argue acting with uh, Jim Cummings and uh, Owen McGregor. Oh, absolute perfection. Yeah. Absolute perfection. Absolutely. Um, so this movie is sitting at a really, really solid B. So it is sitting at an 84.56%, which puts it in line with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Jexy, Lady and the Tramp 2019, Avengers Age of Ultron, Lion King, Toy Story 4, Child's Play 2019, Shazam, uh, Murder on the Orient Express, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. All right, not bad. Not, not bad, bad at, all. at all. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> You're freaking <laughs> stupid. How old are you? Mentally or Physically. I don't need to know either of that. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, next up we have Tag, which was episode 34. Uh, Kind of an average movie. But still a fun movie. It it is fun. It's It's one of those movies you have to watch with friends, I feel. I don't think it's as fun alone. I mean, I've watched it plenty of times alone, but I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, so the highest uh category for this was in acting. Um followed closely by the story. Or it's actually not that closely. It's just followed by the story. Um the story follows these friends that every year like in February, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for an entire month they play tag and it continues on to like and they've been playing this for years. And then there's that one friend that they just can't seem to ever tag. And so, yeah, it's it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Like like I said, go back to episode 34 if you want to hear more. I still think it's really cool. It's based off a true story. That is amazing. Um, But yeah, it is sitting at a solid C+. Well-deserved. Yeah, so it's sitting at a 77.9%. So it's actually closer to a B- minus than right. it is a C. Because our cutoff for a B- minus is 80. Alright. Yeah, so it's right in line with Strangers Pray at Night, uh, Boondock Saints, uh, Jexy, 
wait, what? I oh, I I I I effed up. Um, <laughs> so I meant to say with uh, Christopher Robin onward, not Jexy. Uh, whoops. I'm mildly dyslexic. I I think. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's in line with Jexy. Jexy is a C plus. Uh, Jumanji Next Level, Aladdin, Spider Man. Yeah, and that's it. Um, good movie. Like I said, if you have thoughts, go to that episode I told you to. <laughs> like it, it's difficult with these, like the lower ones. Or at least with like these particular ones, where they're just like, eh, they were good because you don't have a lot to say about them. Yeah, I mean the uh, the cast was fantastic. You yeah, the cast was that. amazing. Yeah. All right, moving on to another Star Wars movie, uh, Solo, a Star or... Wars story. <sighs> Whatever. You have to say the whole thing. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to do shit. Uh, so Star Wars or. Gosh, damn it. <laughs> Solo. Highest category we had was costumes. Oh, yeah. Those, these fantastic. Yeah, followed really, really closely by effects. And I love the effects in this movie. Loved. I love how realistic they are able to get the effects in Star Wars right? movies. Yeah. So, this is sitting at a fairly firm B. It's sitting at an 84.2%. Um, so that puts it in line with Christopher Robin. Puts it in line with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Sonic the Hedgehog, Onward. Lady and the Tramp 2019. Age of Ultron, Lion King, Toy Story 4, etc. Yeah, I'm not going to like try listing off every single one of them now. <laughs> I'm just going to do like the five maybe. Um but solo I had my worries about this movie when I first watched it, but it pleasantly surprised me. Right? It's a solid Star Wars movie. It's a really solid Star Wars movie. Um So yeah, if you want to check out that episode, that episode is episode 36. I said episode a lot. Uh, so that is episode 36. Now, moving on to episode 37, we have Venom featuring Tom Hardy. Uh, this was another funky one to grade for me. Because I feel like I enjoyed it a lot better than like how I graded it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just forgot. <laughs> um, Film on the Rocks helped us with Solo. Oh yeah, shit. Sorry about that. Gosh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> Come on, Caleb. Yeah, I think we're learning that we need to not do freaking 20 movies. <laughs> yeah. Next time, let's just do 10. Yeah, like max it out at 10. Yeah. Um. So, Solo... Uh, he actually graded the effects the highest out of everything, uh, followed really close by acting, um, which is really hard to disagree with that. Yeah, um, shit, what's his name? That played Han. Um, Alden. Enric? Yep. Yeah. All my doubts with him were thrown out the window. 
Yeah. When I honestly, when I actually first saw the tra- the first trailer, yeah, all my doubts were thrown out the window. Yeah, absolutely. So good, so good. And I'm so sorry, Film on the Rocks, that I almost forgot to shout you out on this one. Caleb's just an asshole. It's okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Like I said. Okay. Moving on. Venom. Uh, this one we had help from the Dynamic Duel. Uh, talking about this one, and this is like I said, episode thirty-seven. Pretty good movie. It, I feel Venom is a really hard character to do a movie on, and for what they were able to do, I think they pulled it off quite well. I think they did too. Um. Yeah, looking at this, the, so acting is the highest grade. That we gave, because I feel Tom Hardy did an amazing performance. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. And looking at the Dynamic Duel's personal grades for it, uh, they gave acting the highest score as well. Nice. Yeah, so we definitely agreed on that. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, it was a fairly average movie. Uh, yeah. It is sitting at a C. Uh, sitting at a 75.22%. Um, so not quite that close to becoming a C plus. Um, but yeah, putting or doing that, that puts it in line with Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh puts it in line with The Last Jedi. Which I kinda disagree with. Yeah, I, de- <laughs> I definitely disagree with that. If you okay, if you're getting into like the percentage, it is higher. Okay, few. <laughs> um it's also in line with uh, My Spy and Scoob, as well as The Rise of Skywalker. Alright. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, So, thank you, Dynamic Duel, for helping us with that. Uh, The next movie that we have is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Uh, so this was episode 39, and I think the highest, yeah, the highest grade we gave to this was 90.6, um, as well as a Film on the Rocks. So let's see what he ended up giving Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, so he gave uh, Scott Pilgrim the highest in effects as well. You can't really argue there. Yeah, the effects were damn near flawless. They, yeah, they, they really looked were. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next highest was, I mean, for us it was acting. Cause I actually really liked Michael Sarah in this movie. Yeah. Oh, it was also uh, acting for Film on the Rocks as well. Oh, hey. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, his biggest complaint is that he didn't like. The story and the character of Scott Pilgrim, which, if you think about it, Scott Pilgrim's kind of an asshole. Oh, he is. Absolutely. So you, <laughs> you, you can't fault him for that. No, absolutely not. Um, I personally love this movie. I don't love it. I like it. I think it's good. Yeah. I, I like the, just the subtle effects that they have. And like, like, like we said, that's the highest grade that we've given. Yeah. Given this movie. I love the effects. I will watch it just to watch the effects. And it was funny because I explained this to uh, 
film on the rocks, I watched it. The I had to watch it twice when we broke this down. Really? Yeah, I had to watch it once, not knowing what the hell I was g- getting into, and then I watched it again, no, or learning that it was a graphic novel and it was supposed to be kind of a shot for shot graphic novel adaptation and that was where i'm like oh <laughs> all right like you remember that scene with scott where he like blacks out and he's like don't get it don't get it ding get it yeah yeah that was me <laughs> um. like after i realized that it was a, supposed to be a graphic novel adaptation i'm just like this makes a billion times more sense okay, maybe i do need to give it a second watch huh? <laughs> Well, I think I gave you a heads up beforehand, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, thank you, Film on the Rocks, for helping us come to our final grade, which was a C plus. And it's a pretty solid C plus. It's point five away from being a uh a B minus. It's sitting yeah, at a seventy nine point five percent. Alright. Yeah, so that puts it in line with The Strangers Pray at Night, uh, The Boondock Saints, Jexy, uh, Jumanji, The Next Level, and Aladdin. Which I can agree with. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that too. Yeah, so thank you, Film on the Rocks, for helping us out with that. We really appreciate you and your input. Like, I loved reading through all of your, your breakdown, <laughs> like, the notes that you put. Like, he put, like, this is just his personal grades. He put story 30, I hated this plot. <laughs> and then said, writing 80. Writing was good, though. <laughs> and then character development 30, I am being generous. <laughs> Like, I appreciated everyone's freaking input on, like, I loved, like, just the little things that they added. I loved it. Shy's take, Shy's take on The Last Jedi, his comments about it, freaking oh, hilarious. Oh, freaking, yeah, we'll have to read those after yeah. we're done. Um, Alright, next up, we got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, who, or that got graded by us, of course, as well as the Plunge podcast. And the dynamic duel. And this one was so, so good. This is close to being a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know what I am either. I shit you not. There was five different people grading this. Me, Rose, dynamic duel. I don't know if they did it together or if it was like one or the other. Um, and the plunge. Wait, that math didn't add up. Four. <laughs> There's four of us <laughs> that graded. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, so there's four of us that graded this movie. And all of us gave the effects a perfect score. So, I mean, the effects animation yeah the animation was amazing it, revolutionary honestly hell yes and everything else like all of the other uh 
the other grades or the other categories, they are seriously off by fractions. Like, so other than the effects, the next highest grade was the personal grade. And then followed by that, it was like character development. And then it gets into the right story writing acting. And that's all just yeah, those are fractions. So, close. so it's like writing 91.75, acting 90.75, story 90.25. Like that's just how freaking close they are together. Um, so our final grade for this movie came to an A minus. So well deserved. Which is the score that it came to for everyone. Hell yeah. I don't know what our, like, alone, what our score... Actually, I can look that up. I think I gave it a 95. Oh, actually, we can't look it up. Never mind, I lied. So I can't look... Okay, I can't look up what we gave it. Like, what our grades for it were. But the Plunge podcast, they gave it... Like, if you added up all of their score... They gave it a 90.6%, which was an A-. And Dynamic Duel uh, gave it a 90.8. So they were off by 0.2%. So honestly, I think because the average comes to a 92.59%. So it's sitting at an A- still. I think we were the ones that bumped it up. Yes. <laughs> With how much we freaking enjoyed this movie. Uh, so like I said. It is sitting at an A-. And that puts it right in line. With Avengers Infinity War. Uh, puts it in line with Coco. Uh, Little Women. 1917. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Joker. Uh, the really Room. What? Damn it really is up there. Yeah, Holy The God. Room, Us, How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World, and Logan. Like, this is a damn near flawless movie. Like, uh, how many movies do we have that are A's? Not a lot. The only one that comes to mind right now is Endgame. Yeah, we have Endgame, and we have Buster Scruggs and Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. Damn. Yeah, and Bohemian Rhapsody is our highest graded movie. Really? I believe. I mean, I can't really argue with that. It's a yeah, what's fantastic end- movie. Yeah, it's actually beating out Endgame as well. No! Yeah, so Endgame is sitting at a 94.06. Bohemian Rhapsody is at 95. And the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is 94.625. And like I said, the cutoff for an A is a 94. So Buster Scruggs and Avengers Endgame are both barely freaking making it. Wow. So if our top three movies, our top three in order, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Avengers Endgame. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Like, I... I want to see what our top like twenty looks like. I do too. 
<laughs> I think that'd be super interesting to see. I might end up doing that. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. Um, but yeah, thank you, Plunge, and thank you, Dynamic Duel, for helping us with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Moving on to Aquaman. Uh, which we got help grading this from the Dynamic Duel. It's interesting where this one fits in. It so is. we okay. I left the Aquaman score that we originally had, and we had it sitting at a B plus, a ninety percent. That was pretty damn high. We were full of shit. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> yeah, I feel much more comfortable with the gray that we currently have it sitting at i I do too and i'm borderline embarrassed (laughs) by what we gave it at the first go around like that's that i'm there's shame behind that (laughs) like i feel like that was like that was actually supposed to be the first episode with the new rating system but i Forgot to save the the audio, and I closed my laptop and unplugged it. Yeah, that's because true. I was going to go edit it out in my kitchen, and I so I unplugged it, moved it, and then it said lost files, and I'm like, shit. Yeah, because then yeah, and then you just had to record a quick segment of uh, what we both thought of it. I yeah, remember, I remember that. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Ugh, anyway. So, Aquaman. The highest... So... Shit, I forgot to say what episode. How dare you? Yeah, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was episode 47. Aquaman was episode 48. So if you want to go back, those are the episodes you can listen to. Um... So the highest category for Aquaman was in effects. And I think, yeah, that was for us and Dynamic Duel. I mean, considering how well they were able to pull off the underwater effects, I can't really argue that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, it looked spotty in some parts, but overall it looked really, really good. Yeah, it looked super good. Um, the next highest category was acting. Jason Momoa was incredible in this movie. Yeah, he added so much character to Aquaman. He made Aquaman cool. Yeah, that's exactly. ultimately what he did. Yeah, that, and that was thought to be impossible. That's I feel that's like the definition of Jason Momoa, the man that made Aquaman cool. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Um, so Aquaman is now sitting at a C plus, which I can I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, so it is sitting at a 77.3%, which puts it in line with Tag, The Strangers Pray at Night, The Boondock Saints, um, Jexy, Jumanji The Next Level, and Aladdin. Yeah, not bad. I can agree with those. Yeah, it... It's a solid movie. It is. Stop. It's definitely one of the best DCU movies we've we've gotten so far. Yeah, right. It's actually underneath Shazam. 
And we haven't done Wonder Woman and all those. Yeah. Those true, could yeah. actually be like future. Like we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's where it's sitting at. Super good movie. Highly recommend. Yes. Um. And like I said, episode forty-eight. If you want to hear more, actually, you're probably getting a better description of what we thought of this movie than you will in episode forty-eight because episode forty-eight, I talked for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> How long is that episode? Fifteen minutes. Oh, oh, you didn't talk about any news or anything? Nope. Oh. I, I left it just at the freaking Dude, because I didn't realize so I closed my laptop, took it to the kitchen on I think it was Sunday night. So it was like get something out, like record and get something out, or no episode. And we were already like in the swing of like do it a week. week, yeah, and so I was just like, "Shit!" <laughs> oh. oh, okay. And lastly, our final breakdown episode grading system thing: Pulp Fiction. I didn't know how else to describe it. Oh. Like you do it. No, I can't do it better than that. That's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, so Pulp Fiction, and we got help grading this one from our good friend Jason over at Shit Happens When You Party Naked, and like I said, episode 49. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure this is his favorite movie. Actually, it's not. Oh, it's not? No. His favorite movie is uh, Big Trouble in Little China. You know what? I think he mentioned that on the episode he was in. He sure did. Wow, I suck. And he told us we should watch it. I'm and sorry. I'm the only one that has. I'm sorry, Jason. I failed you. <laughs> yeah, well, you can still rent it. How much is it to rent? I think I rented it for like five bucks. I'd rather just buy it for like, I'm sure I can buy it, find it for like 10 or 15. <laughs> Bet. Really? It's that expensive? We'll get into it. I've seen the steel book, but I don't think that they make the steel book anymore. It sucks. Because the steelbook was so nice. Yeah. I think Jason has it on his Instagram. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the highest rated category for Pulp Fiction was the writing. The Not writing surprising. was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, and it was actually followed up really closely by acting. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think a movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta working together would work, but it sure did. It did, and I think this was a movie before they were big. I think so, too. Well, uh, I, th- I think it was before Samuel L. Jackson was big. I think John Travolta was already big. I think you're right there. So um, we'll have al- to see. Yeah, because yeah, I think Grease had already come out. And... Yeah, but... I. And same with, like, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in this, and I don't think he was a household name like he is today. Yeah, because Die Hard hadn't come out or anything. Nope. So, this was an amazing movie. Absolutely amazing. And this was one of our first introductions to Quentin Tarantino, wasn't it? Yeah, this was actually the first Tarantino movie I ever watched. Yeah, and I watched this shortly after I watched... or. I watched this, and then shortly after, I watched Django, because I was just Still like, have that. to watch this. 
Um, and then I started getting into his other movies like Inglorious Bastards, um, Reservoir Dogs. I still haven't seen Hateful Eight yet, but it's on my list. Um, then I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I've I've made my way through most of his movies. A lot more than I have. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jason gave this movie a perfect 100. Actually, it was one category he gave 11 out of 10, but I forgot which one. Yeah, and we don't apply for 11 out of 10. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I think it was probably music. Yeah, it was music. Yeah, it was? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I don't know how to apply for an 11 <laughs> out of 10. So, sorry, Jason. I gave you, I, I put down that you put a 10 out of 10. But it averaged out uh, to be another A-minus movie. Not bad at all. Yeah, so this one is sitting at a 92.4%, which is surprising. I'm trying to see what it was. Oh, so the only thing that it... Yeah, because it was in line with like everything into Spider-Man. But it's 0.1% lower than Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The only thing they killed it was effects for me. Oh, you didn't like the head exploding? (sighs) I think Quentin Tarantino overdoes it. Like, um, a bullet does not explode a head. Does it blow the brains out the back? Absolutely. Does it explode the entire freaking head? No. Doesn't it kind of depend on how close a range it is. Uh, no. <laughs> the like it does. I, no matter what you shoot with a pistol, with a pistol. Okay, if you had like a shotgun to well, yeah. his head, that's different. Yeah. If you have a pistol, you're gonna have a small impact, large exit wound. Yeah. You're not gonna blow up the entire freaking head. And brain chunks everywhere. You might have brain chunks. Okay. You're not going to have a... F- You're not going to blow red across your entire <laughs> back window. It's going to splatter, but it's not going to freaking just cover it in red. Why don't you say blood? Why don't you have to say red? I don't know. Okay. I'm stupid that way. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the one that actually killed this movie, so... Jason can be mad at me. Asshole. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So this movie's sitting at a ninety-two point four percent, which puts it right in line with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, uh, Avengers: Infinity War, Coco, uh, Little Women, nineteen seventeen, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Joker, uh, The Room, Us, How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World. Logan, War of the Planet of the Apes, and that's it. All right. Yeah. Not bad. So, that concludes every backlogged episode that we've ever had. So, as of today, officially, we have every single movie that we have ever broken down graded. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. And some additional ones. Um, like a few additional ones, not a lot. We'll we'll do more as 
time progresses. Um, but so this is our first rapid fire breakdown episode. Um, I think we learned we're not going to be doing 20 ever again. Yeah. 10 max. Yeah. We're going to keep it 10 max. We might just make like little five rapid fire breakdowns. I think that'd be really fun. That would be. Uh, then we can actually like get guests on to help us talk, kind of talk about the movie. Then that way we can get more movies that we've watched and enjoy and not feel like we have to spend one whole episode on one movie. Yeah. At least, like, the older movies. Like, new movies will definitely be, like, doing our normal breakdown episodes. But Rapid Fire is more for just knocking out a good chunk of movies. So, like, you'll you'll probably end up seeing ones for, like, DC movies. Uh, you'll probably see some for Marvel movies. You'll probably see some for... Maybe directors. We'll just dedicate some to directors. I'd um, say the Harry Potter movies. The Harry Potter movies. That'd be a good one, too. Yeah. So, more like for series. We're not going to do them super often. Yeah. Not as often as we're doing like our normal breakdowns, showdowns, streamcasts, whatever. Um, but you'll catch them every once in a while. So, let us know if you enjoyed this. Uh, hopefully, you did. Yeah, and you I didn't you like. Did. I feel like. If anything, people maybe start to lose interest around Black Panther. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know if you have uh, some criticisms, constructive criticisms on how we can improve these uh, rapid fire breakdowns. It won't kill us inside that much. I'm just kidding. That much. Yeah, that much. <laughs> um, but big, big, big thank yous. To the Dynamic Duel podcast, uh, Friday Night Movies podcast, Film on the Rocks, 20 Fun, um, the Plunge podcast, and Shit Happens When You Party Naked for helping us with our first ever Rapid Fire Breakdown. Yes, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we had a ton of fun talking about everything that you guys sent us, and... We hope you guys participate in the future. And we'd love to get every single one of you on or back on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so with that, I think this concludes this episode. Um, So if you liked this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, you can follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to to podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. If we're not there, try somewhere else. Caleb, uh, will, Caleb will get to it eventually. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Just let me know. <laughs> uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we will make. You can follow us on social media. We are Facebook, facebook.com slash thealbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at thealbros. Uh, you can DM us with episode ideas, uh, answer our question of the week, or if you just want to join us, we would love to have anyone on. Um, you can also email us at channel at gmail.com and check out our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash thealbros. Um, there's a link to our merch store on TeePublic. There is not going to be an episode or episode art for this particular episode 
um, because I'm just going to put all of these <laughs> episode arts uh, into one thing. I love it. Yeah. Being a little lazy this, this time. Hey, it works. Yeah. Um. So, next week, uh, we will be doing our first ever documentary. Uh, we will be breaking down Never Be Done, the Richard Glenn Lett story. Uh, we were messaged by the director himself and asked to break down this movie. Um, so you guys can look forward to that. And yeah. So we will catch you guys next week with that episode. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. Not a bad job. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>